Ooga chaka 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 ooga chaka chaka chuka. Okay, enough with the caveman ranting. God knows I have enough other things to rant about. Why? Because this is a podcast. This is the Harlan Highway. That's right. You are on the highway with me, your host, Harlan Williams. Thanks for uh, riding along today. And what a what a show we have today. Uh, we're going to be talking about garbage. How about that for a lead-in topic? We're going to be talking about uh, your garbage piling up. Uh, do you have a pet? Is there any jealousy between you and your pet and maybe your girlfriend or boyfriend? Huh? Pet jealousy? Let's get into that. I'm going to be dropping a helpful hint on you, a little helpful tip. We're going to be discussing hardwood floors. Are you macking for a hardwood floor? Everyone seems to have to have a hardwood floor. And if you don't have a hardwood floor, I know you have this, a mystery hair. Yeah, on your body. We're going to be talking about that one strange hair growing on your body. Uh, we're going to be getting into uh, guitar players or wannabe guitar players. And uh, Senor Fuentes is coming by today, sadly. He always messes up my life. But I'm not going to mess up your life. We're here to have a good time right here on the Harlan Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Hey, hipsters, this is Harlan Williams here on the Harland Highway. And have you heard about the groovy new trend rock and rollers? Yeah, hardwood floors, everybody. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's getting into the hardwood floor scene. So run out right now and buy yourself some hardwood so you, too, can have a hardwood floor. Yeah. All right. Come on, man. What is with hardwood floors? Look at my living room. It's hardwood. Look at it. Are you not getting hardwood just looking at my hardwood? Oh, look at the way it flows throughout the room. And look at the way they laid it down and the trim around the edges. Oh, man. It's just wood, you know. But everyone's got to have a hardwood floor now. That's the big thing. What is that on your floor? Is that tile I see there? Is that ceramic tile? You rip that up right now and you put some hardwood down, mister. Can you believe it? Did you know many forests are probably dead and we're walking around on them? What happened to lime green three-inch high shag carpet? How'd we transition from that soft marshmallowy feel under our feet to walking around on hardwood? Yeah, that's romantic, huh? You have the lady friend over. Let's lay in front of the fireplace and watch the crackling fire. Here, lay right down with me and let's get comfy. Lay your head back, your back and your soft shoulders right here on this white pine. Not fun, man. 
So I'm getting some purple shag carpet put in later this week. Three-inch thick purple shag carpet coming in this week, and I'm laying it right over my Dutch maple hardwood. Yeah, no more hardwood, but I'm going to lay me some carpet. Ouch. Here on the hardwood highway. Hello! Yeah, it's a phenomenon, the old hardwood. I'll tell you another phenomenon that I think you all have. Not all of you have hardwood, but all of you have this, okay? Tell me where your mystery hair is. And you're like, what? What's he talking about? What What? what, what did he just say? Mystery hair? What, what, what's going on? What, what did he say? I said mystery hair. Each and every one of you has at some point, part, area of your body, a lone hair, almost like a lone cowboy coming over the dusty sand dune, riding into town. You have a lone hair on your body that mysteriously is bigger and thicker or sticks out or is longer all by itself. It's in an area all by itself, and you don't really know it's there till you feel it or you're looking in the mirror in an awkward position one day, and there it is. Ah! Mystery hair. Somebody calls Sherlock Holmes. We must solve the mystery of the mystery hair. It's creepy, man. I'll tell you what. I'm going to share, okay? I got a mystery hair. Uh, I'm not a hairy guy. I don't have, like, a hairy chest. I got a few, you know, I got, like, uh, 12 dozen hairs. I don't know. But right up on my shoulder, how many people have hair on their shoulder? Not a lot. Right up on my shoulder, just maybe halfway between the uh, tip of my shoulder and my neck, and just a little towards my back. It's not right up on the, like, if my shoulder was a roof, it wouldn't be right in the center of the roof. It would be down the roof a bit, like 10 degrees. I got this big, long, black hair. And it's really coarse. It's like a if a giant had hair. It feels like a giant hair. And it's black and it's thick. And I never remember it's there until I accidentally, like, I'm rubbing, you know, suntan block on or something. Or I'm getting out of the shower and... Somehow it's silhouetted in the light. I'm standing there and all of a sudden, what's that on my shoulder? What is that? It's standing up. Is there something behind me? What is that thing on my shoulder? Oh, it's just that mystery hair. It's creepy, man. And so what I do is I like pull it because it's only one, right? So you can grab it with your fingers and it's thick and it's black and it's coarse. And you can just grab it and gone. Like, all right, that thing's never coming back. And then you forget about it, right? And there you are, six months later, getting out of the shower. And you're like, what the the hell? It's it's back. Oh, my God, it's back. It's like those horror movie characters like, uh, you know, Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers. You know, you kill them, they're dead, you think they're gone, and then, boo, ah, they're back. Isn't that the same with the mystery hair? 
It's always long and weird, and then I have one right up my nose. Yeah, I know. You don't want to hear about this. Too bad. You've got them, too. I'm, at least I'm honest about my mystery hair. Right up in the, not in the nostril at the front of my nose, like the tip of my nose, but right back in the back of my nostril where the nostril tapers and that little piece of skin in between your nostrils meets the outside rim of your nostril. And right in that little taper, not up deep, don't picture me digging for gold. That's what's weird about this hair. It's like right right near the edge of the opening of my nostril. I get this big, long, white Nose hair. I know. You're probably turning off right now. Again, I'm being honest. What are you hiding? Where's your mystery hair? Pelvis area, huh? Maybe uh, you got a, a mystery hair on the old panda eye, huh? On your on your little Uranus? <laughs> yeah. Where's yours? Um... I knew a girl once who had some right on the uh, bridge of her big toe. You know that first knuckle of the big toe? Like immaculate legs, beautiful, beautiful uh, legs. And then right there on the knuckle of the toe, hair, mystery hair. But anyways, it's not about her, it's about me. So I, I got one on my shoulder, one on my nose. And maybe like one on my forearm somewhere. But they're gross. They're disgusting. I hate them. And I want to know where yours are. Yeah, I opened up, okay? It's your turn. And I, I'm t- seriously, this is serious. I want to see who has the courage, men and women. I want you to call in. <laughs> this is going to be good. You don't even have to say your name if you don't want. And don't make it up. This has to be real. (laughs) This is going to be good. I want to hear where your mystery hair is and how big it is. 888-500-2090. Yes, we all have one. 888-500-2090. I want to hear about your mystery hair. Call me. And play your sad guitar. And play your sad guitar. Don't you remember you told me you loved me, baby? Yeah. Play that sad guitar. Because that's how it sounds when you play it. Just sad. Nice try, Hendrix. Come on, how many of you people have done this? I think we all have, haven't we? I'm going to take guitar lessons, man. Oh, oh, man, I'm buying a guitar, man. I'm, I'm going to learn to play. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn to pick. Oh, yeah. Get, look at my new guitar, man. I'm just getting the hang of it, man. Listen to this. I can play uh, the first uh, three notes of Stairway to Heaven. I mean, it's kind of a tragedy. We we all give it a shot, don't we? At one point, we dream of being a rock star. We all want to be uh, Eddie Van Halen. And we all go get a guitar lesson going. <laughs> and we all buy a guitar. And after about four weeks, 
That guitar sits in a corner, growing old, covered in dust, spiders living inside of it. It just sits there and looks at you with its big eye and reminds you of what a washout you are. And you probably should be playing a sad song to yourself, forever trying. I know, it sounds negative, it sounds, but listen to yourself. Listen, sounds like you got nubs for fingers. Listen to that. That's horrible, that's you, listen. Listen to all the, oh, what is that? You see? So just chop your guitar up, make a nice fire, roast some marshmallows, here on the Harland Highway. Hey Harlan, this is Jared from Greeley, Colorado. Uh, I just want to call and say I, I love your show. I've uh, just started listening to it about a month ago, and I've been uh, listening to like a lot of your back episodes and uh, really, really enjoying them. Um, my wife actually was the April was the one who called about uh, having you say vagina more often, which she found incredibly funny. So, just want to thank you for that. Um, just had a, a couple ideas, maybe for some bits. Um, I was thinking about Senior Fuentes, and uh, maybe you could have him uh, expand his duties for you, do some general household stuff, maybe uh, install some new locks in your place, and notice that your your doorknob's a little dirty, so you could have him say he polished your knob for you. So, uh, just some ideas. Uh, anyway, love your show. You're hilarious. Keep it up, buddy. Thanks. Bye. You know, it's funny you should mention uh, having Senor Fuentes go into the house because uh, actually just the other day I talked to him about maybe going in and uh, doing some work around. Oh, what? Oh, no. No. What is he doing here, Roger? What? Why did you let him in? I was just talking about the idiot. Why isn't he at my house? He's supposed to be doing work. God! Hello, senor. My name is Senor Fuentes. Yeah, I know who you are. I was just talking about you. And guess what I was saying? I don't know, senor. I'm not a mind reader. I know you're not a mind reader, but you know what I was saying? I just told you I don't know, senor. I was talking about how you were at my house doing some work. Yes, I was, senor. But now I'm here. Do you not know the difference? Yes, I know the difference. What I'm getting at is you're not supposed to be here. What are you doing here, Fuentes? That's Senor Fuentes. I know. I came to tell you, Senor, that I was in your house and I was cleaning your drapes. Okay, and? Well, I pulled your drapes open. Uh, okay. I grabbed one on each side and I slowly, ever so slowly, Pulled your drapes open, senor. Okay, do you have to say it like that? What, senor? I slowly pulled your drapes. I separated your drapes. They were all dusty and dirty, as if no one had ever pulled your dirty drapes open for centuries. Stop talking about my dirty drapes being pulled open. Why, senor? It just sounds a little odd. 
Well, I spread the dirty drapes. I stretched them out, senor. It looked like they needed a good stretching and a good flapping. I flapped your dirty drapes back and forth. All the dust flying off those dirty, smelly drapes of yours, senor. Stop talking about flapping my dirty drapes. I don't know why you're so upset, senor. I don't know. It just sounds a little provocative. It almost sounds sexual the way you say it. Well, I don't know how you having your drape spread open could be sexual, senor. All right, what happened? Hurry up. Well, they were so dirty and dusty that I had to spread your drapes out on your bed, senor. Oh, God. I spread them out on your bed, and I stood over your drapes, and I sprayed all over them, senor. What are you talking about? Drape cleaner, senor. I squirted all over your spread open drapes and stop it! Wow, you're touchy, senor. I've never seen a grown man so touchy about drapes. Are you gay? No, I'm not gay. Cut it out. Why are you so touchy about window dressing, senor? I'm not. Get out of here. I don't need to hear about this anymore. Well, I have to go home and turn your drapes over and spread them from behind, senor. Stop saying spreading my drapes. And I've certainly got to spray all over the backside of your spread drapes. Get out of here! Would you like me to wax your shutters while I'm down there? Get out! Hey, this is Harlan Williams. You're riding along on the Harlan Highway. Hope you're having a delicious, groovy, snap-happy time. I know I am. And here's something stupid that I'm about to say. Call me stupid, because it is stupid. I think garbage is horny. What? Here's my theory. Hear me out, people. You ever notice your garbage can? You empty it out, right? It's nice and clean. Your little garbage can in your office or in your kitchen. And it's this deep, deep, empty garbage can ready to be filled up again. And you think, oh, maybe in two weeks or a week, I'll wrap it all up and throw it out again. And you throw a couple little items in there later that day. I think they're in there mating. I think garbage gets horny and the it garbage mates. Picture an old Pepsi cup getting it on with an old microwave popcorn bag. Just in there having hot, steamy, soft drink popcorn sex. Because isn't it always the way somehow your garbage cans just seem to fill quicker than you remember putting things in them? You walk into your office and you're like, oh, wait a minute. How did my garbage can get full to the top again? I got no more room for garbage. How did it... Have you guys been mating in there? Has there been a a, a garbage orgy? Where'd all the babies come from? It's like the garbage multiplies. It's, It's an unexplainable mystery. It's like you want to bring that Robert Stack guy back from the grave, you know? A garbage can all by itself just sitting alone with two pieces of garbage. And then suddenly, four hours later, the garbage can was topped off with a whole garbage can full of garbage. If you or anyone you know had seen the garbage mating, please call us at Unexplained Mysteries. Yeah, it's, it's weird.
Behind our backs, garbage is getting it on. And what's weird is a lot of us put a uh, plastic garbage bag in our garbage cans, which should serve as a giant, you know, plastic condom, and still the garbage is getting it on. So no matter what you do, the garbage is going to multiply. And I've been spewing enough verbal garbage. I'm going to go take out my garbage here on the Harland Highway. Or how about your vehicles? How many of you notice that garbage slowly accumulates in your vehicle? Isn't it the worst? It's like, it starts with like a, uh, if you go to a drive-thru, you know, they put the little cover over the straw, the little white uh, straw paper cover, because God forbid you don't want your straw exposed to the elements. So first you see like a couple of those on the ground and then there's like a napkin from Chipotle or Baskin Robbins or Burger King. And then there's like uh, some old map quests, right? Where you had some map quest papers and those are scrumpled up. And then there's somebody's address you scribble down. And then there's a, a wrapper from this, a wrapper from that. There's a receipt from a, a something or other. There's an old paper bag. There's a shoelace. I mean, it just keeps piling up. And then and then the cup holders. Oh, God, the cup holders. Anybody here who doesn't have a greasy cup holder, raise their hand. Yeah, I didn't think so. The cup holders are the worst because, you know, they start off clean when you first buy a car. And then inevitably, you know, you've got a, a glass of uh, Coke or a coffee or a lemonade, or whatever, something dribbles down into the base of the coffee cup holder, and suddenly you've got, like, a uh, Athabasca tar sands there. You know, you're waiting for saber-toothed taggers to step into it and get trapped and drown. And it gets really gnarly and disgusting, and then eventually you, like, get some pennies from a drive-thru or something. You throw the pennies in the bottom of the cup holder... After about three days, they're permanently affixed to the tree sap or Coke syrup you've got in the bottom of your cup holder. And then before you know it, it's turning into like a blob from that old horror movie, right? The blob. Ah! It's in your car. This big coffee cup holder blob is formed with pennies and dust and toothpicks and the lids of pens. And Dave. Doc Hallen's been killed. Doc Hallen? What happened? It's over at his place. You gotta come now. Wait a minute, Steve. Tell us what happened. Well, I'm trying to tell you. Now, this thing, it killed the doc. Well, what was it? Well, it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a mess. It keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's... It's the blob! It's the blob from my coffee cup holder! Ah! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, garbage. It just keeps building up. God love it. So there you go. Get in your car. Get in there. Clean it up. Clean up your house. And definitely stop the giant blob from growing in your coffee cup holder. There's no stopping the blob as it spreads from town to town. It's indestructible. It's indescribable. Nothing can stop it. 
This town is in danger. How can it be stopped? Mob hysteria sweeps one city. Before long, the nation and then the world could fall before the blood-curdling threat of the mob. All right, all right, enough. I'm overselling it now. I don't want to start, you know, I don't want to do the War of the Worlds thing. Remember Orson Welles back in the day started this uh, pandemonium. He did this War of the Worlds radio play. I don't know if any of you youngsters uh, have ever heard about that, but there was a point in history when radio was the only medium available. This was before television, and uh, and uh, people would sit by their radios. Families would gather around their radios, and they would listen to, uh, to produced uh, shows. And Orson Welles uh, produced a show called The War of the Worlds, where it was a, a mock uh, radio play about aliens landing on earth and taking over and back in the day i guess they didn't really realize the power of uh of of the radio and people took this whole uh, martian attack very seriously because it was produced very well with sound effects and actors and people screaming and noises and it caused a panic it caused a panic across the country and uh, apparently some people uh were so uh, terrified that they took their own lives. People jumped off buildings. People were running for cover. It was madness. It was mayhem. And uh, I certainly don't want to start that just because you didn't have the class to clean out your coffee cup holder. Ah! So let's just get off the topic and move on. Let's lighten it up. Stop thinking about the blob. And uh, let's get back to a big, gooey blob of comedy, shall we? Hey, 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 Harlan Williams rolling with you on the Harland Highway, getting you home nice and safe to your friends and your families and your pets. Oh, your little pets. <laughs> How many suffer from pet jealousy? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Honk if you love Jesus. You know what I'm talking about. You go over to your girlfriend's house and you're getting ready for a nice romantic evening and a little hello. And you get over there and she says hi and she hugs and she kisses you and then she goes and plays with her dog. Look at my dog. Look at look at what he can do. He can roll over on his belly. He can shake hands. Look at him. Just look at him. And you're like, yeah, whatever. He's a furry animal. Let's make out now. So you make out for a little bit. She's like, oh, look at him. Look at him watching us making out. And you're like, yeah, I noticed. Uh, why don't you just pour a bowl of ice cubes down my pants? Okay? Your dog staring at me is really killing the mood. Well, let's play with him for a while. Let's play. And you're just like, Ugh, get rid of the animal so my animal can come out. <laughs> You know? Or what about you have your own pet, you know, and you invite, you invite your girlfriend or your boyfriend over, and they come to the door really hot, wearing some nice, sexy clothes, and they come in the house, and you're waiting for them to jump on you, and they go right for your St. Bernard. Oh, hey, baby. And you're like, hey, baby. And they're like, not you. Chinksels. 
I want to play with chinksels. Oh, cutie pie. Oh, let me rub your belly. Oh, you're just standing there getting jealous and burning. And Oh, man. How much do they charge at the Humane Society to put these things to sleep? She's like, what'd you say? I said, you want to go in the bedroom and sleep? <laughs> and then the next time she comes over, your pet is gone. Yeah, pet jealousy. Oh, yeah, it's true. And uh, I'll tell you what, worse than uh, girls who like dogs, girls who love horses. Oh, my God. You Have you ever dated, guys, have you ever dated a girl with a horse? Forget it. Uh, really, you don't exist. You're, you're just there in the background as a, uh, you know, a whatever. It's all about the horse. Every girl I've ever met who had a horse, that's all they think about. That's all they talk about. Their car smells like hay. Um, you know, every little facial expression, every little movement the horse makes, that's all you're going to hear about. When it comes to the weekend, hey, baby, you want to go catch a movie? I wish I could if I didn't have to be at the stable brushing the horse. Oh, right, right. Well, what about tomorrow? Why don't we go catch? Ah, excuse me. I'm running the horse. Got it, got it. Well, how about late afternoon? Uh, excuse me. I'm milking the horse. Uh, isn't that what you do to cows? Yes, but... My horse can do anything. It's a super horse. Okay, I'll be at the asylum if you need me. Do they have riding there? <laughs> yeah. Really, uh, I love horses and I love women. But you put the two together, guys, and forget it. You might as well be going out with yourself. They are just bonkers about their horses. Yikes. Oh, so there you go. If you want to disagree with me, ladies, call me. I think I'm right on this one. You can call me, 888-500-2090. If you're a horse owner, a horse lover, to phone me and tell me I'm wrong, because you know I'm not. And if there's any dudes out there that have uh, women that have a horse, back me up, guys. You can send me an email at uh, harlowwilliams.com or call me, 888 888- Five hundred twenty ninety, and uh, you know I'm just trying to tip you guys off. Tip the guys off. Don't go with the horse girls. You know I think that's a good way to to end the show with a helpful hint, a helpful temp tip. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave you with a general tip, all of you, not just for men, not just for women, but for everybody. Let's close out the show. With a wonderful tip. Hi, you're listening to Harland Williams here on the Harland Highway. Getting tired of where you live? Are you feeling restless and think it's time for a move, but you really can't afford to get up and go? Try doing this. Go to Walmart and buy a $7 sleeping bag. And then when you get home, instead of going into your main house... Go into the garage, shut the door, and sleep beside oil cans, and rakes, and shovels, and spiders, and dust, and gas fumes, 
for two weeks straight. You'll feel like you're in a completely new environment, that you've moved, and the adventurer that lives inside you is alive and thriving. Just another friendly tip on the Harland Highway. There. See, wasn't that a nice way to end the show with a little helpful tip to spice up your life? (laughs) Oh, I hope some of you do it. I hope you get out into your garage. Uh, So there you go. That's the end of the show. Uh, Great to have you here. Don't forget, you can call me at 888-500-2090. Leave messages. You could write me at harlanwilliams.com. And don't forget, coming up in June, just, uh, you know, a few days from now, June 9, 10, and 11, yours truly will be doing stand-up comedy live in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Palms Casino. If you happen to be in Vegas, that's where I'll be. Uh, Hope you can make it out and uh, catch a live comedy routine. Uh, And as for now, that's it. That's all I've got. All I can do is say a prayer for each and every one of you. You really need it Um, because uh, the blob is coming to your town right out of your coffee cup holder. Um, That's it. That's all I got. So until next time, a big blobby bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. This town is in danger.